You've been listening to a different nature. And we're winding down the evening right now with some music from James Hoskins recorded in uh, a cello recorded in the tank, a 70-foot high by 30-foot in diameter empty water tank. And let's see, we played before this some music from Vidna Obmana and Asmus Tichens. We heard fourth theme from Motives for Recycling. Also in there, Rapun with Sanctum, and that was music by Robin Story, uh, who originally was one of the members of Soviet France. Also in there, music from Hauschka on prepared piano with Long Walk. And from Amon Tobin, we listened to Dream Sequence. Also, a little piece by B. Fleischmann with It Is So. Thanks so much for listening. Poetic License is up next. And A Different Nature continues next Monday from 8 to 10. I hope you will tune in. Thanks for listening. Community Radio is a proud co-sponsor of Aftermath, part of the Brown Paper Series produced by Triangle Productions. The play runs November 28th at 7 p.m. at the Sanctuary at Sandy Plaza in Portland. In Mary Burrell's 1919 one-act, John Thornton, a young black soldier who has served his country in World War I, comes home to rural South Carolina. His homecoming is disrupted when he learns that someone close to him has been lynched by a white mob. Again, that's Aftermath, produced by Triangle Productions, November 28th at 7 p.m. at The Sanctuary at Sandy Plaza, 1785 Northeast Sandy Boulevard in Portland. More information can be found at kboo.fm on the right side of the homepage under Community Events. This is Judy Barry from Earth First, and when I'm in Portland, I listen to non-commercial community radio, KBOO Portland. No compromise in defense of the truth.
are tuned into Poetic License on KBOO Portland. I am your host, Taria Autry, and this special edition that you are listening to is brought to you by amazing, incredible, fantastic artists in Jacksonville, North Carolina, also known as my new neighborhood. So I've been getting out there, uh, getting to meet people, and have been really impressed with the talent uh, that is in the city. So it's very exciting for me to get to share it uh, with everybody else out there. So the Soul Society is uh, a group of folks working to bring uh, terrific talent to the masses here in Jacksonville. And I got to go to a couple events that they threw in the last few weeks. One took place at the Heart Gallery, which is at the Council for the Arts. And the second event took place at uh, a venue I almost uh, didn't find, but it was the perfect spot. So the one at the Heart Gallery is all ages. So there were some beautiful youth in there representing not just words, but also visual art. I can't show you on the radio the incredible art that was on the walls, but it was amazing and impressive. Some talented, talented visual artists in the city. And... Then the second event, the Soul Sessions event, was um, at a bar, so 21 and over. So what you'll be hearing are combinations of the two. And that beautiful voice that opened the show, oh my goodness, the woman is incredible. Her name is Tara Pearson, and you'll be hearing more from her further into this show. So thanks for tuning in to yet another episode I'm so glad you're with us. And let's get back to some more poetry. Here's T. Walker introducing the event at the Heart Gallery with some verse. I can paint smiles all over hurt or I could draw love all over earth. The Heart Gallery, mind, body, and soul. Another story is told. So here we go again. Floetic justice, this is poetry in motion. You would have thought that I was using Langston's pen. Well, it don't even take a whole day to see sunshine and art is the imitation of nature. So when it rains outside, just know everything will be all right because something good shall grow later. See, I learned on life's campus that anything's a canvas. It's all in how you paint the vision. Just add some truth, don't subtract the negative, multiply the positive before you seek division or something like that. Now, we're going to say that before, I'm going to say it before everyone. There's something for you to pick out in each one, just like sometimes people are going to do repeat poems, and it's going to be something that you're going to pull out of each one. So that is the heart gallery. And now we're going to have a poet come up and kick something for us by the name of Paris Butler. It looks like he's ready. All right, so I've been doing this new poem for the last maybe two weeks that I've been working with a little bit. Um, and it came to me on the heels of a conversation I had with my boss about the whole Colin Kaepernick situation and Donald Trump all together in one combo. Yeah, my head hurt after that. Um, so because of that conversation, I ended up with this piece and I wanted to share it today. I was sitting at a bar, flicking my flame, and a guy asked, why fire? I kind of look over and tell this young man, I choose fire because as I've watched the world, I've learned that everything burns. I told him that pain demands to be felt, and these scars I wear, sometimes they singe and it feels a lot like genocide. What is genocide? 
Genocide is a school system that promotes that every child is different, every child is unique, every child is wonderful, but then test them on the same scale, hoping that every child learns the same. It's a school system, it's a school system that teaches children we'd rather ban to kill a mockingbird because it has too much of the N-word, but we will allow the President of the United States to be bashed and called a monkey and called the N-word and say it's our First Amendment. What do I know? Genocide is a school system that then promotes the idea of no child left behind except Tyrone and Chris and Justin because they're a special needs program and who cares about them anyway, right? They sit in class burning each and every day hoping that recess doesn't just become a way to get out from being picked on. What is genocide? Genocide is a seven-year-old daughter of a young black woman, a stepchild to a young white man who tells her that she looks a lot like dirt. Her mother doesn't give her comfort, instead tells her that every time she looks at her, it makes her burn because she sees that deadbeat dad. She tells her daughter that her skin color, her dirt, is a symbolic nature of how bad her dad was. So the seven-year-old takes her arm and scrubs it. She scrubs it, and it burns, and it burns, and it burns. She sees blood dropping for the first time. She smiles because she finally feels like she's clean. What is genocide? Genocide is slave ships carrying young chicks over, allowing them to be part of another system. These chicks getting touched, getting groped, feeling the burn, feeling the burn, but they love it because at least they're being touched and it feels a lot like daddy's love. What is genocide? Genocide of young brothers. Hashtags name written on concrete streets spelled out with their own blood. Their mothers leading someone to mourn, being forced by religion, a God that they don't even really believe in, but praying to God and praying as a heaven because they need a God to believe in. Genocide is my mother's look every time she sees me leave her house and wonders if I'm coming home. What is genocide? Genocide, genocide are young mothers who have to explain to their children that sometimes being right doesn't mean you're right at all. And even if you're right, no one needs to know it. Just please shut up and put your hands up. That doesn't matter, what am I saying? Genocide is a look my daughter gives me every time I leave my house. She wonders if daddy's coming home from work that day, and not because she thinks I'm gonna be killed, but because she misses me. But when I look in her, I see that reflection, that grip I give to her. I know that sometimes I grip too hard, and sometimes it just burns, but sometimes I wonder to myself, am I coming home tonight? Will I be another hashtag for buying my wife a pack of cigarettes? Or will I be a hashtag for picking my own daughter up from daycare? I hope my car works today. I don't need any reasons to be stopped. Genocide is a young boy in South Carolina, 14 years old, accused by a wealthy family of killing their daughter, come to find out it was one of their own that did it, but didn't matter. He was already in the system. At 14 years old, they put him on death row. They killed him. He was too small to fit inside the chair. The chains didn't really fit. The hood itself fell off as they burned him. He wasn't dead, so they burned him again. The white, the white, the white phone burning coming out of his mouth 
As the hood fell off, they saw his eyes and continued to burn him anyway, and how the audacity put him in an open casket for his funeral. Like, look at your prize. Genocide is realizing that everything burns. The next poet's name is Munaza. Dear everyone who uses the excuse, I mean phrase, I am only human. I am not. I'm not only human, I am female, I am woman, and I'm grown enough to know the difference. I'm not only a person, I am a good person. And although I am open to opinions and suggestions, the moment I believe any different, I become different. So in other words, don't call me a something if you don't want to see that something. Yes, for your sake, I am a good person. <laughs> I am not only a friend. I am the friend of a select few and for good reason. One, not everyone can handle all of this poet. Two, my emotions are stable and controlled, but my passion is relentless. Three, I'm a lover and a fighter, but I never dabble one in the other, so I can't acquaint with anyone who doesn't respect their opponents and their partners. And finally, four, I expect disagreements, even arguments, but not the silent treatment, because that is not a cure. I don't mind admitting I am wrong, but don't say you're my friend. If you can't address your problems, use your words or use the door. I am wise enough to let go. I am not only wise, I am actually not that wise, but I am wiser. And I may make repeated mistakes, but I learn something new every single step of the way. I am not only single. I am a master at being single, and some may not call this a skill, but when you're looking for the one, you don't just settle for everyone or anyone. I am not one with much common sense. I'd like to think my senses are more rare in origin. I am not only human. I'm not only your misinterpretations of my tattoos and piercings. I am not a not thing. I'm not only or just anything. I am everything I imagine to be. I am everything you can't imagine can be. I am not negative, but double that. Balanced yet positive, I am still all of that, but don't judge me. I'm not who I was two minutes and 45 seconds ago. I'm everything I'm planning for tomorrow, and I am here. I am of nature. I am of nature. It's rhythmic and steady. It's always changing, seeking equilibrium. It's not complacent. I am not complacent. I am evolved. I'm evolving. I am not only human. How could I be? I am not of this earth, but I'm in it to grow and transcend it of many earths, of many worlds, many planes, many universes. I'm not only human. I'm Munaza. I'm not only a name you cannot pronounce, I am Munaza. I'm not Mufasa of Lion King, I am the queen with the fiercest of manes. I am not only human, I am Munaza. I'm not only a Leo, I am meaning. I am one who is pure, infallible, independent, and free. I am not only human, I am Munaza. I'm not only the demeaning nicknames your lazy and competent tongues assigned to me, I am Munaza. And I'm not only human, because I'm not limited or stunted to only one state of being. I'm not only human, I'm me. And next up is Nasha singing a song by Brian McKnight. Earlier, someone mentioned they like Brian McKnight. And <laughs> my dad passed this year and his favorite song was uh, One Last Cry, because if he ever lost my mother, he would've, he wouldn't have ever stopped crying. My shattered dreams and broken heart are mending on the shelf. I saw you holding hands, standing close to someone else. Now 
give my best to you Nothing for me to do But I've one last cry, one last cry Before I leave it all behind I've gotta put you out of my mind this time Stop living a lie, I guess I'm down to Brianna. Blinded by illusions, these corporations are fueling the confusion. Backbone of this country, built on black bones. Timeline soaked in blood, I hear my ancestors singing, wade in the water as we tread through this flood. I want to feel free, but the lines of my poems are starting to hunt me. I said fast forward or rewind, I'm somewhere lost in the times. We still having sit-ins and using picket signs. My people dying shouldn't be punchlines, so what is revolution? Are we really ready yet for solution in this country? Where a book in a black man's hand is still enough to get him lynched. Black man know death so well, he greeted with arms up and don't flinch. Silence has become louder than the cry for justice. Desensitized, we no longer notice the numbness. Too many blind sheep comfortable in their mental cells with no intention of making bail. But I'm here to remind you, cells become tombs too. I said, I'm here to remind you, cells become tombs too. And I heard a prophet say that your silence won't protect you. How can we take a stand when they barely want us to take a knee? I don't want likes, I don't want praise, I want my people to feel free. Freedom, freedom, freedom. I'll sing those words until my days are done because I worry about how to protect my sons. Should I teach them their skin will be treated like a curse? 
and to watch their back because cops are trained to look for reasons to shoot first. World says just teach them submission, but we'll use their mistakes to justify the body bags of prison. How could I teach them to live like that? When every inch of this soul screams rebel, and to the day I die, I'll write the stories the news won't tell. I'm sick of this system's crimes. Eyes wide open, losing sleep, and we still blind. So what good is this anger? What good is this rage? When the world tells me black boys live longer behind a cage. When the world watches little black boys die on the stage. So all these videos for proof are entertainment. We black descendants of displacement. Knowledge and containment, only reading at arraignment. So in courtrooms, we still hang in. Riots, burning towns, ancestors turning in the ground. Or maybe they still burning too. Unlock truth when you seek you. Look at world history. You'll find it's as black as our skin. So is my skin sun-kissed, or is it massive sin? I'm rewinding dials back to where we began. I ask myself, how dark is the origin of man? You know what it's like to hold your son and hear these stories. Fear that he'll be Trayvon for another Zimmerman to have the glory. Mm -hmm. To know his precious feet has my fame when to enter a battlefield. And your love, no matter how strong, is not enough of a shield. Gunshots, tear gas, bloodstained pavement sound like a war zone no matter how the media paints it. Every time our soldiers leave, we pray and they make it back home. Whew. <laughs> Take a breath. <clears throat> Repeated trauma triggering post-traumatic stress or slave syndrome. I took my son to the store the other day. He asked me for the toy gun on the shelf and I froze. Images of Cameron Tillman, Tamir Rice, and Tyree King flashed through my head. Three kings all dead. King, 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 he was 13. Running, still running, why are we still running? From bullets that fly too swiftly like the crack of Massa's whip on our back. Claiming black blood and flesh as prize. Who will hide these videos from our children's eyes? I can't forget their names so this poem is me asking for change. We want too many handouts, but won't go in our own pockets for change. His hands were up, begging for change. Turks say, put them two hands together, it will heal all, then ask you to change. I, I don't know how to end this piece, because our story is not done until we have true peace. But silence will not stop the open wound that bleeds. We're suffocating in the comfort, and I can't breathe. We're suffocating in the comfort, and I can't breathe. Uh, it's Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Um, I'm a survivor of domestic violence. I also witnessed my mother um, be abused by my father as well. So um, I'm ready to start talking about it to kind of open those doors because I feel like it's kind of a taboo. People don't want to talk about it, so that's what this is about. The night greets me with a smile made of razor blades for teeth. She brings silence but never peace. I'm busy trying to forget things and remember dreams. See the night hides, fists clenched behind backs with no bones, just coward skin slumped over power trips, breaking me down to seal it all in with a kiss. She loves to kiss in attempt to conceal or heal. She leaves her lipstick stains all up my arms and legs. She cut me once and smiled when I bled. She's so loose, promiscuous, and giving with her love, but she always returns to me, bringing darkness. Hiding finger like snakes that slither around throats to steal words from beneath my tongue. So when I'm silent, he can claim that he never swung. See the night blinds eyes and covers ears so no help will ever come around here. Nothing ever comes around here, not love. Love don't live here. She ain't got no business dealing with night. She don't belong, she'll never interrupt this song. See, the night refuses to hold me. When I lay naked, ransacked with his insecurities, haunted by my impurities. She licks the blood straight from my busted lips. She whispered to him to tighten his grip. She drives out light. She loves this fight. She swallowed me in dark shadows of a woman that I once was. See, the night welcomes boys who parade in the day as men, but torments other souls with their demons by night. 
She welcomes them because they often seek power, settling with control. In the process, stealing every inch of life from your soul, like pinning arms down, like pushing faces into the ground, like punches to rip cages to make you assume positions as uncomfortable as this stage is. And the night creates triggers, like broomsticks that remind you of wealth, so when tears fall, reminding you not to call out for help. Because no matter how many times we're screaming out, it still hurts. I can't erase the memories of him and me. He forged them in me. He forced him in me. I spilled my pain on this stage because I had to learn to tame my rage. But it's the life I didn't lose. It's the life that I can choose because I want to be free. I will always choose me. For those who don't know, Soul Society is a nonprofit organization for youth mentoring. We open to any hands on deck that want to help build what we're doing. Um, so pretty much, like I said, it's a nonprofit organization for youth mentoring and community empowerment. Um, and it's based in arts and economics, you know. So we got real big emphasis on the arts and we had a wide variety of different, you know, reasons why it's important, you know, different people telling their story and their experiences. And if I could put Soul Society in a short story, a short bottle, it would be like our mission is to kind of motivate accountability. You know, I feel like each and every one of us, we're born into responsibility. You know, we are born with responsibilities that God gave us different gifts. We go through different experiences and gain different knowledge that is not for ourselves, it's for the people around us, you know. And I feel like any problem or any issue in the world that you acknowledge that you are capable, well, on one side, it's if you're capable of doing something, I feel like you need to do it. On the other side, if you see a problem that you're not sure of a solution, you should dig deeper and figure out a solution. So all in all, like, a lot of us uh, talk about different things going on and different problems. We'll have our own at home or between friend conversations. But I feel like, especially these days, like, it is so important for us to go above and beyond and go out there and extend the extra hand to somebody. That was Brad Simmons, uh, the organizer of Soul Society. And I just want to give a big shout out to Brad, to T. Walker, to all the poets, artists, and people that I have been meeting for really making me feel welcome and at home in my new city. I truly appreciate it and all the work that you are doing. Also, I want to thank Rebecca at the Council for the Arts in Jacksonville for what she does to help create spaces for artists in the community to showcase their creativity and their work. She's been a great resource for me, uh, all the trips that I've been making out here, even before I moved. You are tuned in to KBOO Portland. This is Poetic License, and I am your host, Taria Autry. Next, we are going to hear the fabulous singing of Tara Pearson before we transition to the next showcase and features from that performance. I'm Tara. Um, Pearson, I'm originally from Maysville, North Carolina. I've been living in Onslow County for five years. I am a recovering addict. I've uh, been addicted for 23 years. I've been clean for five years. My thing is, my thing is, I didn't have to, I did go to a rehab before, but rehab only helped me cope with getting high. I got delivered. There's a difference between delivered and recovery. When you're delivered, 
you're set free. I'm set free. The Bible says, he who the Son sets free is free indeed. And I've been that for five years. I have to go to the highest source at all times, not no meetings. I need to call on him, the one that helps me. Uh, the song that I'm singing, some of y'all kind of familiar, it's not a gospel song tonight because normally I'm singing gospel songs. But I apply this to God himself because he is the best thing that's ever happened to me. Even though I have my kids, I have my family, but he was the one that gave me my state of mind back. He gave me, <laughs> he gave me the courage to want to keep on pressing, you know, even when times get hard. Not that they don't. Even when times get hard, I still call on him because he's the one that helps me. So I'm going to sing Gladys Knight's The Best Thing That's Ever Happened to Me. But fate's been kind The downs have been few I guess you could say That I've been lucky But I'm blessed, hey And I guess you could say That it's all My life's 
If you are ever in the Jacksonville, North Carolina area, you can check out an all-ages open mic event the third Saturday of every month at the Hart Gallery, which is located inside the Council for the Arts in downtown Jacksonville. The next performances that you are about to hear are from an event, the Soul Sessions, which happens the first Sunday of every month at the M&L Center, a black-owned and operated business in Jacksonville, North Carolina. Terrific crowd, terrific space. So glad I got to see it for the first time and be a part of another great event brought to you by the Soul Society. The incredible host for this event, Eldridge Page, had tons of great commentary throughout the show. I'm going to include some of it, but there's so many performances that I'm sorry I can't include all of his fabulous insights. But here's something he had to say to the audience. It's a very important time. I don't know which way you may think about it, whether you do vote or whether you don't vote. But whether you do or whether you don't, don't try to discourage anyone that wants to vote. That's right. Because a lot of divisiveness is going on as far as in reference to this election. We can't help it. It's a two-party system and we only have two people to pick from. And there's a lot of indecisiveness, even with me. But I do my duty. I voted. And I'm going to continue to try to encourage each and every person to exercise their right to vote. Because it is true. No vote, no war.
is Morgan, all the way from Greensboro, North Carolina. This first piece, um, I really feel like it's important that, especially our community, that you know, we gotta be receptive and open to one another, especially during these times. You don't know what people are going through, and then all the things that we're mutually experiencing with grief and all that. It's, it's just nice to, you know, rock with people, so this is called Speak. Why didn't we speak? Sister. I tried to make eye contact, but apparently being black doesn't unify that. Our natural hair didn't share the stories I expected. Our skin tones deflected, and all the while I was connected to why you didn't notice me. So why didn't I speak? Because I don't know her, but I know us. And I assumed that there was a natural trust that we uplift each other on every given encounter. Straight past the destination, no hesitation to glance over and say, hey, crack a smile, go away. Hello to you too, because in a world full of networking and network equating, it can't hurt to be polite today especially when we look the same. We have to realign vertebrae. Really listen enough of our ancestors, so today, don't let our different shades get interfere with the neighborly hey.
got Claire. respect is. For far too long we have failed to show it so their minds have been severely affected, severely neglected, and left up to their own devices unaware of how to handle our disrespectfulness. See respect is a reality that is earned by performing the particulars of life until they become a part of you. It is the result of a long patient effort designed to produce behavior that is right in you. We cannot expect to be respected by others until we first give and demand that respect from one another. Yeah. We must operate within a family structure yeah. where aunts, uncles, sisters, and brothers all acknowledge the father as being the head and he is properly respected by our mothers. Those who witness this will benefit from the experience yeah. of the harmony that brings recognition to the power of our oneness. When you leave home, make sure respect leaves home with you. No matter the venue, always exemplify the civilization that is instilled within you. Be a living martyr. No need to die for this cause. The greatest sacrifice you can make is living right while others choose to live wrong and die long, slow, and painful deaths. While you breathe love, gratitude, and peace with every breath. And every step brings us closer to our ultimate goal. Full control of all that will influence the fold. Where young and old are participating in the growth of the whole, performing a role that magnifies the strength of us all. 
Are you getting it yet? A proper understanding of respect with the value you place upon this will be clearly shown in your expression. The lesson is simple. In order to gain respect, we must perform the particulars of life until they become part of us. If we need food, we need to grow it. If we need clothes, we need to make it. We need shelter, then we need to take a hammer and nail and with our own hands mold and shape it. We must cultivate the land for the things that are needed to sew together the fabric of our imaginations. We must hew from the earth the materials that are needed to provide housing for a nation. Then pay in advance, because this endeavor is tr tremendous and it requires just a little bit of patience. It is then, and only then, that we will be able to stand tall and walk proud and pump our fist in the air, rightfully saying, I'm black and I'm proud. Amen. Next up is T. Walker. I pledge allegiance to the flag for the United States of affliction. Under this nation where we stand, one nation, under oppression, where liberty is death. For some of us, welcome to the USA. See, we've been dealing with affliction lately. We've been dealing with conflictions lately. We've been dealing with affliction lately. We've been blurring our vision lately. Ooh, we've been dealing with addiction lately. We've been dealing with conflictions lately. Ooh. Ooh. Welcome to the USA. Now, as I analyze this world, sometimes I, I feel caged in like the animals we see at zoos. Stripped of our culture and original tools, this world's my biggest muse. I started to look around at the projects we've been placed in. Starting to read more about what our food's been laced with. And getting a greater understanding of displacement. How would you feel if everything was snatched from your origin and filled with replacements? They said America the zoo, wild niggas on the loose. Might get a trophy if you Yeah, you know the deal. We've been cracking seals and popping pills to ease the pain. We've been dealing with these hunger games. They said drugs rule everything around me. Dreams stealing money, just know them pills won't heal y'all. I said drugs rule everything around me. Dreams stealing money, just know them pills gonna kill y'all. No, I said cash rules everything around me. Cream all in the coffee, steam rise from the cup if we can wake up, but, but this won't be on TV screens. And I can hear all the silent screams riding with a few other underground kings. Because it's more than the pimps we see, but see, we live from the belly of the beast and the blood still leaks. Now, when we talk about leaks, we talk about when you think about what you see on the news with some of these young men, young women, uh, not, not, not even all young, I don't even know why I said that. Our men and women and children laying on the ground with their blood uh, being spilled, police brutality. But there's many other leaks out here. There's leaks in our. Uh, our spirituality, there's so many divisions even between our churches out here. Um, there's leaks in our education. You know, uh, uh, we allow the education to go on. Yeah, so it, it's, it's more than just speaking on it. We gotta be active. We gotta look at what's going on in these books. We gotta look and see that they wanna call us agricultural workers now instead of owning up to the fact that we were brought here as slaves. But, moving right along. What we gotta do is fill in these leaks. That's our mission here, to fill in some of these leaks. And hopefully, some of y'all are filling in some of these leaks as well. Now, lately I'm so focused on my mission, 
that the woman I'm dealing with is thinking that I'm dismissed. And my niggas want to cross me like Jesus. I'm puzzled, still trying to find the pieces. Some preachers taking shots from the pulpit. It's crazy because they living messed up too. Now I'm full aware that nobody's perfect. I'm just tired of living so hypocritical and these days it's getting way tougher watching news. Because everyday mind getting gunned down. Donald Trump said it in and talking reckless, crazy, and all of a sudden blue lives matter now. We can't be just dependent on the votes when the power's in the people. These power structures built ain't for you. It's snakes in the grass and the pavement. Coil. Is they praying for you or on you? Now, that's what I mean. It's, it's much bigger than this, but we gotta be active. I know some people that put it, they go and throw their hands in there like I did my part. I did my part. But we gotta stay active out here. We gotta stay knowing what's going on. We gotta pay attention. We gotta open our eyes. We say we gotta be woke. You gotta wake all the all the way up. You gotta hop out your bed and put your feet on the ground and get the move. You dig what I'm saying? But uh, see, we get options like that prison or that graveyard. See, we get options like that jump shop or crack rock. See, we get options like that prison or no, we get options like that retailer. See, we get options like that military or college. And that there gonna cost a grip if you don't ship scholar. We was never taught economics. My people ain't coming from money. Student loans and refund checks was a new hustle for me. Mm. And you can find me in the trade until the school stopped working for me. How many of y'all still hold some student loans? Because <laughs> <laughs> I know what I do. I ain't got a tax. I ain't got my taxes for the last three years. They want to start buying some wages. That's how they do. But there's an education to all of this that we can know. There's an education of how to save money. It's an education on how to get a building like this. This black owned business. They had a plan. They executed that plan. They stayed on top of it, and then they opened the doors for people like us, for people like y'all. So, continue to build us, continue to build with them. I appreciate y'all for listening. My name is Lee Walker, and I have seen with y'all. My name is Nicole Lynn. I'm a looper, singer-songwriter looper, so I'm just gonna um, do a test song here. Oh, oh, oh.
You are tuned into Poetic License. I'm your host, Taria Autry. We have so much incredible talent. It's just too much to pack into one show. So I'm going to share some more artists that didn't feature in this episode or had other pieces that I wanted to share but didn't have time. And you can tune in again next month. This show happens the first Monday of every month right here on www.kboo.fm at 10 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Or if, like me, you live on the East Coast, you can catch us at 1 a.m. in the morning. But don't worry if you don't stay up that late or if you're busy because you can check out past episodes and recent episodes on my website, and that is www.tariaautry.com. That's www.t-u-r-i-y-a-a-u-t-r-y.com. I want to give a big thank you to Liam, who holds it down in the station for me to make sure that you get to hear these episodes. And let's close the show with another piece by the one and only Nicole. So this song is called Dreamcatcher. It's one of my favorites.
You are tuned to KBOO Portland Community Radio. It's 11 p.m. Time for the KBOO Late Night News Update. This is the news update for Monday, November 6th. On the last day before the U.S. election for president, new polls show a surge in popularity for third-party candidates as voters are suffering campaign fatigue from the unlikable frontrunners. This extremely close election could split delegates from the two major parties to Green Party uh, Jill Stein, Libertarian